Okay, let's talk about the buffoonery that is episode 3 of Euphoria season 2. I don't think I did a podcast for the second episode. I was just so busy having exams right now. But this one in particular needs its whole on podcast because there was just so much going on. Like, holy shit, where do I even start? This is, before I even say this, I'm going to preface this by saying, obviously there's going to be spoilers ahead, a lot of them, so please go make sure you watch that. Um, but before I even do, I, before I even say anything, I have to say this is the best episodes, episode of this season so far, like out of one, two, and three. Two was definitely my least favorite so far because it was, well, I can't say it was my least favorite because it was all over the place because episode three exists. But I don't know. T- the second one felt so long. I thought I'd been watching it for two hours, which I don't mind. But I don't know. It just, I don't know. I, I still love it, of course. I mean, it had so much to the character plots and everything. And even talking about this episode, was like talking from the beginning, like the first 15 minutes. Like I I watched I rewatched this show a lot, right? Like I've rewatched I've watched this episode in particular two times. I've seen every episode so far two times on my own. So that that doesn't include the times that I've seen the clips and stuff because you know, that I do every day. <laughs> That's my like hobby. Um so like every time I know for a fact that every time I'm gonna watch this episode, I'm gonna skip those first fifteen minutes because there's just so much happening and it didn't really add a lot to Cal's character like okay first of all 15 minutes is a long time for an intro nobody got an intro that long I remember that I remember from like season one or season two no one had an intro that was that long and for it to not even add anything to the plot Like, I did feel for him, I will say, I did feel bad for him, and I know that's what Sam wanted, and I know I hate myself for it, but I did feel bad for him, so, yeah, I I would love to see more of him. So I'm actually gonna, should I, I don't know, I wish there was a category between Slay and Serious. Okay. Then we have Rue's mom, um, Leslie. I'm gonna put her in Slay, because... Mama, we love Mama, alright? Then we have Ali Faves for sure. Like, when when Rue was kind of, like, shitting on him, I was like, oh, bitch, you got the wrong one, honey. You, you don't, you don't do that. You don't talk to Ali like that. He's my, he's my, he's my guy. I have jewels. I'm gonna put her in sleigh. I know, I know, but Sam, Sam, look at me. You can never make me hate Jules. I don't care what she did, but she looked hot doing it. I don't care. I don't. I just. I will always love Jules, and I will probably put her in favorite by the end of this. Rue, obviously, I mean, she is this show, and she. I. I really resonated with a lot of the stuff that she did this season, minus the one episode. I don't remember what which episode, I, but the one where she trash talks Ali. That was not okay. That was out of the line. But aside from that, I really like her, and I love when she outed out Cassie because that's what we do, and that's and she showed them how it's done, as she should have. This tier ranking is not working. This this website kind of sucks. Okay, then we have Lexi. I'm gonna put her. This is not working. I'm gonna put her in Slay 
am gonna put her in favor. This ep- this website is socks, man. So I'm just gonna okay. I'm not gonna rank them. I'll just tell you where I would. I'll just tell you where I'll rank them. I'm not doing the actual thing. Nate. I mean, he's the perfect character, but as a person, I hate him. Cassie, girl, I hate her so much, and I hate her arc. I hate everything about it. Maddie is my favorite right now, and then who is this? We have Suze. I love Suze so much. Oh, my God, we have so many characters. Okay, maybe I'll do this another day. Like, yes, you're just solidifying the belief that everybody already knew that Cal isn't straight, and he'd been suppressed by his parents or whatever. Um, we just got to see that on screen, which I don't have a problem with. I know a lot of people were, um, swooning over that scene because Young Cow, like, the actor who plays Young Cow is so hot, but, and they were like, I just forgot for a moment that this was Cow, and I was just enjoying a love story, and I get that, I get that. You know what's so funny? My website crashed before the show started, so when I came back, it had already started, and it was playing this like scene of like young cow and Derek. First of all, let me just also say this. I can't tell the difference between Derek and young cow. I was figuring out who is who the entire time. They all look the same. Um, so when I came back to the website to continue watching Euphoria, I was like, why aren't you playing Euphoria? What show is this? And then Rue started narrating, and I was like, oh, it's Euphoria? Like, I was so, I was like, what am I watching? So there's that. But the first 15 minutes kind of boring. Like, it's, it was more of a slow burn. I think that's what Sam was trying to achieve. But it was, like, the tension was high. Let me not, let me not discredit that. Like, it was great. It was very well shot. But it didn't add anything. Like, we already knew that. You should have added, like, stuff where... Yeah, that scene, um, in specific where, where she says, "Oh, I took three tests." That right, rewatching it, it reminded me reminded me of so much of how like relevant it is now, but a bit COVID test. So I can imagine the conversation going something like, "Oh, I just oh I just took a test. I got positive COVID," and he's like, "Are you sure?" Because that we only hear Cal's side of the story, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I took three. And she's like, "Oh," and he's like, "Oh, you took three? Oh, and she's like, are you not sad for me? And he's like, yeah, of course I am. And I, I can imagine the conversation going on. It was a modern time. Anyways, moving on. The first 15 minutes, again, too long for an intro. Like, girl, cut it short. I, I'm supposed to feel sorry for that bitch? I don't. But I'm, is he the worst character? No, like, Nate exists. And, oh my God, we can't even talk about Oh my god, there are so many characters. It's like talking about worst characters, all of them show up in my mind. Anyways, moving on. So that gets over, and then I want I kind of forgot what happened. I am so bad at remembering, especially this show. I see I struggle so much with the timeline in this show, and I know it's not just me because Rue's narrating and she jumps back and forth between present, past, and her made up scenarios. Like, girl. How am I supposed to watch a simple show and you want me to follow along these complex... But I think it's like euphoria. That's like... As much as I am able to keep up, I enjoy it. And I think that's like... That captures the essence of this show. I'm going to go to the episodes on Wikipedia. Okay, here we go. Please have the one for the episode three. Oh, no, they don't have the same episode three. Okay, never mind. I'll just talk about what I remember. 
Okay. Shit. Um, so I'm gonna go in random order because I said, like I said, I don't remember the exact order, but let me go under. Yes, has something. I live tweeted my reaction because I was home too. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Here's my reaction. Oh my god, okay. Here we go. Okay, so this episode starts off, like, the actual episode starts off with the scene for dancing to the song, and then she goes outside, and she has this whole, like, you know that scene in um, season one where she was talking about, you know, male genitals, in that, like, she broke the fourth wall, and she was giving this whole slideshow, and Jules was her psychic, well, they recreate that, but this time she's talking about how to gaslight someone, basically, and... That is evil. Like, she goes up to Gia and she says, oh, I want to start doing weed. And Gia's obviously upset because her mom and Gia and she, Drew is just seemingly so unaware of the effect that her abusing drugs has on those around her. Because we see in, like, the second episode, I think, when Lexi found out that Rue overdosed, she was like, it's all my fault. When Jules found out she overdosed, Jules was like, it's all my fault. And Rue believes that, too. Everyone around her thinks that they have to be this protective cover around her. And that's not true. If she doesn't want to help herself, you can't do anything. As long as she's not willing... You can't do anything. And it, especially, it's so tragic because even in this episode, Rue's mom is talking to someone on the phone and she's like, yeah, my daughter's doing great. And in the last episode, she says to Ali, she's like, oh, she's doing great though, right? Like, it's so sad to see someone just so incredibly unaware and so in their own head and not because of their own fault, but because the other person's gaslit them into thinking that. And Rue, okay, Rue kind of... I'm a Rue hater for now. Not a hater, that's a strong word. But, you know, we'll talk about that scene in the end with Ali. But, yeah, that's how the show starts off. And, oh, my God, let's talk about Dominic Fike because Elliot. Okay, maybe I would hate Elliot if he was played like a bitchy actor. But I love Dominic Fike. And I think Elliot's really hot. Granted, I do not want him and Jules to get together. But if they do... Who am I to stop them? But no. Jules herself said it. She's not into men. Okay, leave that. Leave her alone. And also, Elliot's so messy. Like, that scene where he says, oh, yeah, I do want to rue. And then he says that to rue's girlfriend. Like, what, sir? Are you okay? And then he proceeds to compliment Jules. That is rue's girlfriend. Like, make up your mind. <laughs> and then whole scene where um, they're talking about sexual orientation, you know, with the lamp. And I don't know what binders are, but he kept bringing that up. People had a problem with that. I don't know what those are. I leave that. But that was, like, a really cute scene because all three of them, like, we're a trio now. It's always been jewels with some of the people because it was been too busy in her own ventures. So now it's kind of good to see all of them together. Breaking the fourth wall. Yes, Rue does that a lot. And that is one of my favorite parts of this show. Because, yeah. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, during the scene where she's doing like the slideshow, Elliot accidentally opens up the t- pictures, and she's like, "Oh no, 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 no!" So that's from last year, and he's like, "Sorry." That was so like this episode was so funny at points. Like, I'll, two of my favorite scenes in any movie, in any show, are from this episode. Like, girl. Okay. Um. Okay, yeah. Okay, now this scene. I know I said two, but this is the third, or an honorary mention. This is oh my god, not even honorary. It is the third best scene. Um, this scene is the one where Lexi feels like she's directing her own life. So it's like a way she deals with trauma. So every time her parents or someone in her family is having an argument, she just. She just thinks that it's all a movie that she's directing and it's going to be over soon, that it's a play. And that is so relatable for so many people because I do that all the time. Like, you pretend like you're in a TV show and, you know, there are people out there watching you and that resonate with your trauma because it makes you feel less alone. I think it's called the true man syndrome, something like that. Um, you know, you think your life has a greater meaning and if you just are able to cross that wall over, you'll find it. So that scene was so well made where she's having an argument where her mother and father are having an argument and she reflects and she thinks, oh, I thought I would do something for Fez, but I just stood there like a deer in headlights. Maybe that's why I was born to be an observer. So she goes around and breaks the fourth wall and she said, so she's like directing her parents to fight. So she is directing this play that's called This Is Life. And that scene where she's talking about, you know, like sitting on the chair and talking about, oh, yes, it's about friendship drama. And then Rue pops up and she's, it says supporting actress Jade. And that was so hilarious. Like Rue, oh, that was so funny. I love that scene. And Rue is so hot in that scene. Like you could just tell. Um, and Lexi with her little laptop, like, writing her play. I, okay, talking about the play, I know, like, critics hated that episode whenever it is going to come. But I think I'm going to love it because I think the play is going to be at the actual... Again, I don't know this, but I'm going to search it right now. But they obviously say it's the Oklahoma play. And now I heard that it was the Oklahoma play from Rent, which I know is by Jonathan Larson. So I'm going to say Oklahoma... Oh, it's a musical by Oscar Hammerstein. Anyway, okay. So now we get into like um Cassie, who is going through this existential crisis and identity crisis, where she gets up at four a.m. in the morning and she dresses up all girly and stuff for Nate. Now, this is one of the problems I had when watching the first, this last episode. I was like, I want if if she's doing this because she's doesn't know who she is and because she's friends with Maddie that's understandable we all have identity crisis like right right but she's doing it to impress Nate which is so annoying like she's so pretty you're so good on your own you don't need a man to validate you and then you know the only time Nate Nate actually notices Cassie is when she's dressed exactly like Maddie with the sides and the hair and the outfit like that's evil and like that's really shitty don't get me started on that one and then we get to my favorite scene from this from like this whole entire show actually it's the scene in the bathroom we have 
Maddie, Kat, Lexi, Cassie, Rue, and I think, yeah, that's it. And basically what happens is Lexi's doing the play, right? Like Oklahoma and Nate, and she doesn't. She didn't tell anyone of the play. So when Rue finds out, Cass and Nate, she and Lexi are standing near the bath stalls, like the whatever that's called, sinks, yeah. So she's standing, they're both standing there, and she's like, oh, you should read my play sometime. And she's like, yeah, sure. And then... Cassie walks in wearing that country girl outfit that she's like doing for Nate apparently I don't know so <laughs> Rue Ru asks oh are you in the play and she's like what play and she's like Lexi's play and then Lexi's like yeah and she's like what play and I'm like and Lexi's like Oklahoma and Rue looks at and Cassie says what? And Rue's like, oh, the place called Oklahoma. And Rue and Rue and oh my God, so many names. Lexi says, no, the book club is called Oklahoma. And then Cassie's like, oh my God, do I look like I'm from Oklahoma? And then Rue says, and Rue says, I haven't even heard, the, I haven't even read the play. And then, and then in the background, you see Lexi doing this like cut the conversation, end the gear. And then Maddie walks in and like, and she's like, bitch, why would you be auditioning for Oklahoma? And then she's like, if you're not auditioning for Oklahoma, then why are you dressed like that? And she's like, dressed like what? And like a country music star. And then Kat's also there. And then Kat's is like, I do not care. And then, oh my God, my jaw dropped when I was live watching this. But Cassie apparently says, I have been fucking your man, but this was three days after you broke up and we know you're toxic and I you can judge me all you want but I've never been happier and then I was like oh my god we're telling her she's gonna kill you but apparently it was all Rue making that up so <laughs> it wasn't that dramatic but that was so brilliant like I know people in the future are gonna look back on the scene and be like oh yeah this was cinema right here and the fact that I got to witness it live Pretty cool. Okay. And I must say, I love Lexi's outfits. Like, if I could steal anyone's outfit, I know Maddie and Cassie have amazing outfits and Jewels and Cat, but Lexi's ones are the decent ones that one could actually wear in high school. Like, right? Um, I love Jules and Elliot's friendship, I must say, but I hope it's mandated to just that. Hell to the no. Um, this is the scene where Rue comes up with a business plan, and like uh, is like hell to the no hell to the no. And then she goes to like this business venture. She showers after like five days, not even five, like fifty days, which is great, good for her. You go queen. And then you know Cal is lurking around Fez's house. Faye notices. Oh my God! Can I just say I've love Faye. She's so cool. She's so iconic. Um, so when uh, a cow is lurking around Fez's house, like Faye notices and she tells them, she tells Ashray and Fez. So Ashray comes out with the gun, of course. <laughs> like, that's his only thing. That's his thing. The thing. And he brings Cal outside and Fez starts like, oh, you keep asking, kept asking me questions that day and now you're lurking around my house. And he's like, you beat my son up. And Fez is like, he deserved it. And I was rooting so hard. I was like, you go, you spill, king. And then he's like, 
and just give and he's like oh i called the police and then ashtray who doesn't give a fuck about anything <laughs> hits him in the head with the gun and he's like oh my god you hit me one more time i'll call the police he hits him one more time and he hands him the phone and this is one of my favorite things and i'm gonna call this every day to my friends from now and he says he gives him the phone and he's like dial bitch and of course he doesn't dial because he obviously would dial if he had if there was nothing against him but because he's you know being a minor you know that's not a cute look so he doesn't do that and asher is so smart because that's the exact reason cassie even told nick's dad about fez in the first place because even Lexi's smarter than that because she was she, had, she literally said that oh the dad was bluffing he wouldn't actually call the police like he all he pretends to be this pretentious douchebag and like oh i'm so intimidating but you know deep down there there's someone there's a scared little repressed child in there uh okay that was tragic the way i worded it holy shit um shakespeare who uh, and then and then uh cal is oh my god this okay cal is like just give me the tape and he's like what tape and then he's like you know i didn't know jules was a minor and he's like, oh, you fucked Jewel? Jewel. He says Jewel. And then Faye's like, who is Jewel? Jewel, Jewel, Jewel. Am I supposed to know Jewel? And then Faye's like, why, why are we even talking about it? And Cal's like, just give me the disc. And he's like, what disc? And he's like, I didn't know she was 17 and I was recording. And he's like, you recorded that? And he's like, I didn't know. And Faye's is like, you didn't know that you were recording? <laughs> I, I just love that scene so much. And then he lets him go, but on the condition that Nate's dumb ass will never come near Rue or her friends or Angus Cloud's character, Fez, for any reason. And he says, I'll make sure of it. So that's fun. <laughs> okay, moving on. What happened next? And Rue says, oh, I have a 3.95 GPA. Like, bitch. Oh, my God. And Faith also says, what kind of father-son shit is going on? And then Faith's like, do you and your son, like, fuck people together? <laughs> that was so funny. Um... And then the entire scene between um, Jules and Elliot, where he, like, first of all, he says, oh, yes, I'm interested in fucking your girlfriend. And then he shifts his focus and he's like, oh, I love you. You're so hot. You have the best titties. You have the Kurt Cobain hair. Like, that was cute. But in hindsight, like, looking back on, like, the bigger picture, like, sir, you were just complimenting her friend and now you're complimenting her. Like, pick a side. But it was cute. Like, the tension's really cute. The chemistry is amazing. Oh, my God. Okay. This scene pissed me the fuck off. This isn't the last scene where Al, she's coming out of NA and Allie notices that suitcase that she's carrying because of the business thing. And Allie's like, oh, what's it done? And she's like, school books. Like, out of everything, you decide to say school books. 
and then he's obviously curious and concerned. So it starts to like ask questions, and uh, understandably, and she's just like, "Oh, you don't have to be my dad," and he's and she's like, "You're glad no one's has standing there waiting for you to be their dad." Like she's literally using what he told her about him against him. That's the cruelest thing. Like not even for Rue, but that's the cruelest thing one can do in life, and using someone. Someone's what using what someone told you during their vulnerable times against them—that's a big no-no, and it's an unwritten law that you never decide to speak of that again. And then he is obviously upset, and he's like, "You dare speak to me one more time, and we'll never talk again." And he, she, again, instead of apologize, I really thought she would apologize because even in the first season, she whenever she was a bit, she did apologize. Like when her boyfriend, when her mom's boyfriend came over, she was like, "You're an idiot," and then she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Like she did apologize, but this time instead of apologizing, he backfired, and she was like, "What are what? Are you gonna hit me again?" Considering that he had a history where he beat his wife, he's trying to become a better person, right? That's literally what all that's all sobriety is about. But since you're not trying, you. The least you can do is try to be empathetic with other people who are, and I don't completely hate Rue because I don't know. She, you know, it's 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 twisted with drug addicts because it's not. And Ali doesn't say anything back or fight back because he knows, like we know from the special episode, that he knows that she's not a terrible person. The drugs make her that, and that isn't her speaking. Is deep down he believes that she is a great person. But she's just letting her drug addict self take over. But I felt so bad watching that scene for. Yeah, that was really sad. And then Nate. So Nate has been fucking Cassie for three weeks on Fridays every day. <laughs> yeah, yes, I kept the schedule. Um, but then this time, this week, when she goes to see him, he's like, "Oh, I got busy." And then we see he goes to Maddie. So in the next episode, I think it's Maddie's birthday. She is going. He's going to be there with Maddie, and Cass is going to dress all provocative and stuff. So I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> the yeah, it's going to be tough. Um. Uh, okay, let's talk about some stuff that on Twitter. Lexi Howard writes, reads, and pretends to have fake interviews until 4 a.m. to escape reality when she feels like a side character in her own life. She's so real for this. She's me, and I am her. She's for the mirror ball girlies. Very, very true. That is me. Lexi doing fake interviews in her head and imagining her life as a character in a TV show easily makes her the most relatable person in Euphoria. True. Okay. Here are my thoughts. All concluded. Too long. Didn't read, or didn't listen. Whatever. Definitely the best one in season two so far. That fast cow Lex uh, Ash face scene is so fucking hilarious. That and the Oklahoma scene in the bathroom, two of the best scenes in any piece of cinema like ever, especially the bathroom one. I rewatched that five times already. They're definitely gonna kill Elliot. I love he like him so far. Like the scene where he compliments Jules, sir. I am listening respectfully. Nate swinging between Cassie and Maddie like girl, get a job. McDonald's is hiring. Um, Lexi is so precious. God, sad we didn't get any Lexco content this episode. Lana in the credits. I screamed. I love that song. By the way, oh my god. 
a low-key a rude hater right now because how dare she talk to Ali like that and the whole gaslighting shit too. Speaking of best scenes, the bits of This Is Life by Lexi Howard, top tier. I love Faye. Rue's mama is so not observant. Like, mama, your child just walked in holding a whole suitcase and you're gonna let it slide, huh? That was so funny to me because she's just like, oh, what's in the suitcase? And she's like, oh, I was just auditioning for a play. And she's like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, okay, go off. No wonder. It's that damn fun. But... Yeah, I think that's all I have to say. I'm so out of breath. But this is definitely the best episode so far in the season. And it's crazier than any other. This is episode three, right? What was episode three of the first season? Episode three of the first season. Oh, that was also crazy. That was when... <laughs> yeah, that was the episode where Maddie goes through Nate's phone and finds all the dick pics. Holy shit. Okay, good times, good times. But yeah, 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 bye.